She's been called a visionary and a dreamer by people who have benefited from her work. She's also an accomplished senior executive who not only knows the value of American foreign aid, but also how to work it in effective ways. Gloria Steele is Asia Bureau Acting Assistant Administrator at the U.S. Agency for International Development and a recipient of one of this year's Presidential Rank Awards. And she joins me now. Ms. Steele, good to have you on. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Now, you've been at USAID, I'm going to let a secret out, since 1980. That's correct, Tom. Yeah, give us a a review of what you've done there. I know you've had a lot to do in the Asian Rim. Well, actually, I spent most of my time uh, working in Eastern Europe and Eurasia right after the fall of the Berlin Wall. I spent more years working in that part of the world than I have in Asia. Um, But I have been in AID for a long time and have worked in Africa, um, Eastern Europe, and Eurasia. Asia, Global Health, and the Policy Office. So basically, you've worked all the way around the world. I have. I have. I guess you can put it that way, yes. And what has kept you there all of these many years? You know, Tom, I um, began my career in the Philippines. In fact, I was born in the Philippines, a developing country. And um, I really like the mandate of USAID, which is to help put countries on a journey where they will no longer need foreign assistance. We call it self-reliance, and I think it's really important to do that. And when you left the Philippines, upon leaving, you got some pretty good accolades from Philippine officials. Tell us what you accomplished there, in your words. I, like I said, uh, that was where I was born, and I know that the Philippines uh, could do much better than where it was at the time I got there in 2010. Um, And I worked with the Philippine government, civil society, the private sector, the universities to find a way to make it much better, to help the Philippines leapfrog from where it was to where it needed to be, to achieve inclusive growth, um, to make lives better for people. And there was quite a remarkable increase in GDP growth in those years that you helped them. Yes, I was. The stars were aligned when I got there. They had a president who was committed to achieving growth, uh, to alleviating poverty, eliminating poverty, and he identified corruption as a major source of uh, poverty in the Philippines. And so, a lot of our work uh, revolved around improving governance. Uh, in the country, both in the public sector and in the private sector. And I think President, then President Aquino was right because the statistics right, shot right up in a very short period of time. And tell us about Eastern Europe at that period of the fall of the wall. Interesting, we're speaking by coincidence just after President George H.W. Bush was laid to rest, who was president at that time and has gotten a lot of credit for his understated handling of that event. That was a euphoric time for all of us who were working in that region. Again, uh, at that time, we all saw the potential that it has accomplished, you know, that it has now accomplished. One of the things that I did was to identify areas that they needed to work on so that they could be where they needed to be. And a lot of them indeed graduated from um, U.S. government assistance by just tracking and looking at where they were falling behind. And basically, it was around privatization. And there was a lot of interest in it, but it was something new for them. And then it's around um, 
the democratic institutions and strengthening them and making governments more citizen responsive. And it, it worked. Um, uh, we were able, the only region in the world where we have the highest number of countries where we have, we're no longer present is that part of the world. We're speaking with Gloria Steele, Asia Bureau Acting Assistant Administrator at USAID. And tell us about the work in Asia now that you're doing. What does the Acting Administrator do in the Asia Bureau? I'm doing a lot of the same things that I piloted in the Philippines, really looking at how we can accomplish and help countries on their journey to self-reliance. Um, and we have identified, again, good governance in the economic sector, leveling the playing field so that the private sector would come in and invest in the growth of the country, um, strengthening their democratic systems and helping them manage their natural resources so that as they grow, they don't destroy the resources upon which they depend for their long-term growth. And in order to help an area or a country or a region gain that self-sufficiency economically, that is to say to get them out of the need for foreign aid, where does the money best get spent while there is foreign aid to get them to that point? I think the most important thing is in building capacity. Um, What we want is for the citizens of those countries, for their civil society, and for their governments to be able to um, have the capacity to do the work that we would otherwise be doing for them. It is good for them because it, you know, it achieves, it uh, accomplishes and facilitates sustainability, but it's also something that they feel good about you know, leading their own development. So capacity building is, I think, the most important investment that we can make um, in those countries. Now, looking way back in your background, you got a master's degree in agricultural economics from Kansas State University. So you went from the Philippines right into the deep heartland of the United States. What was that like, and how did that help formulate your career? Well, let me tell you, I was working in the Department of Agriculture of the Philippines, and USAID gave me the scholarship, this scholarship to learn about, to get a master's degree in in agricultural economics in Kansas State. It was, it was uh, I don't even know where to begin. It was probably one of the best years in my life and my career. Um, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot about not just agricultural economics, but about the people of America. And um, it was uh, really very interesting because then I ended up leading the institution in the Philippines that opened doors for me, which was USAID. And so you've been at USAID pretty much ever since. How has the agency changed in those years? Oh, the agency has changed in a whole lot of ways, I think, and and at the same time has remained the same. The commitment to building capacity has remained from the time I started working in AID to the time that to today. Uh, but at the same time, we have seen countries that are no longer uh, recipients of assistance. You can believe it, 
Korea used to receive assistance, and it's now one of the donors. Um, Thailand is the same thing. And then, of course, the countries in Eastern Europe that we used to receive assistance from us are no longer receiving assistance. So it is it has changed in that way. And our approach to working with these countries have also changed, making it less of a donor-recipient relationship, but more of a partnership. And I think one of the lessons we've learned over time is that when we view these people and these countries as partners, we get farther along in the process of uh, development and transformation. And along the line, you became a senior executive in the U.S. federal bureaucracy. And so what do you try to inculcate in the people that you supervise? That all of us have a role to play and that we can all make a contribution no matter where we are in the government, but that when we get to the level of being in the senior executive service, the the expectations of us are greater and it is really, really important to give back and develop the future leaders of our agency. Would you recommend public service now to someone just, say, coming out of college or beginning their career? I have always recommended public service to uh, people in college. There are are many, and I've visited a number of universities and have um, hosted uh, interns from universities and with the hopes that they would join the public service and, in particular, international development. It is good for the countries we work with, but it is also good for the United States. Gloria Steele is Asia Bureau Acting Assistant Administrator at USAID and recipient of one of this year's Presidential Rank Awards. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.